Welcome to the CFN Podcast. everyone. Uh, welcome back to the CFN Podcast. This is your host, CJ Campbell. Um, I want to apologize to you guys. Uh, I haven't recorded a podcast in maybe, I think, a, maybe a little over a month. I mean, it feels like that. Uh, but anyway, we're back and we have a pretty good topic today. It's pretty popular in today's fitness industry, um, especially amongst females. So ladies, if you are tuning in right now, uh, you might want to listen up closely. So Let's get started. The topic is the rise of booty bands, okay? Some of you girls, maybe even guys, I don't know. Um, you can probably go on any girl's Instagram page that likes to work out or anything like that. Um, and you can probably see them using these. They're the bands that they put around their knees or their ankles. Um, and they do crazy, you know, exercises all the time that they post. Um, but they don't really give a good representation of how they actually work. So that's my job. Okay, that's why I'm talking to you guys today. So the rise of booty bands. Some of you guys use them, some of you don't. We're here to explain it. Okay, so what are they? Um, they're also called hip or resistance bands. You know, there's not one set term to call these things, honestly. Uh, they're mainly used in, you know, sports therapy, physical therapy, anything like that. If you've done physical therapy, you've probably used them before, or you have used a certain type of resistance band, which is perfect. Um, they do come in different sizes and strengths. I'm sure some of you have seen like the different colors that they come in. That just means that you know they're harder to uh, resist or push away or pull anything like that, which means the bands have more weight added to them. So. Depending on what you want to work on or what kind of exercise you're doing, that can kind of dictate um, what strength or size you do order from whatever website you do order from. Uh, you know, a lot of fitness enthusiasts claim they add, you know, a lot more stimulation to the gluteal muscles during any lower body workout. And again, you know, if you go on social media and look them up or whatever, we're usually doing squats, hip thrusts, anything like that. Um, the way they're shaped, they are growing in popularity. Uh, they're kind of in a shape of a loop, so you do have to step in them. Um, and they are growing in popularity within, you know, media. And sometimes that can cloud, like, the true purpose of the band itself because everyone just thinks it's, you know, just tied to um, the glute muscles themselves when in reality that's not the purpose all the time. So let's move on. How should they be used? Like I said, they are made in a loop, so you do have to step through them or in them. Uh, from there, you can kind of pull them up. Your legs kind of, you know, putting on a pair of pants. That's the best way to put it. But um, you position them desired to the location for what exercise you're performing. So what that means is um, if you're doing band walks, and I'm going to, guys, I'm going to explain a couple exercises. So I'm not going to explain what the exercises are. Uh, you can go look those up on your own. I'm just going to tell you what they are and how the resistance band affects them, okay? So, for band walks, with the with the booty band um, or a resistance band, doesn't matter, you would place it above your ankles, okay? You wouldn't place it directly on your ankles or around them. You would put it a little bit above, 
okay? So maybe like, you know, low shin, somewhere around there. You don't want the band directly around your ankles, okay? Um, another example I have here is clamshells. If you guys know what those are, those are great for warming up your hips. Um, they can be done with or without a band, but if you do use a band, you want it above your knees, okay? You don't want it directly across your knees. You want it above the knee, right on like the lower thigh, okay? Why do we do that? Because we never want to place any, you know, band directly on our joints, okay? Uh, main reason for that is when we apply direct force or resistance on ligaments or tendons, that can actually lead to injury. So you're actually like straining your tendons or ligaments on purpose, okay? Uh, now that you guys know that, you know, you also need to know how, or I should say that the glutes aren't the only muscles working, okay? They're really not. Some of you guys, I know with the term booty bands, um, that's usually the first thought is, oh, okay, it only works the glutes. That's not necessarily true. Um, so we're going to go over that. So the three glute uh, regions, okay, are actually the glute medius, the glute minimus, and the gluteus maximus. I'm sure most of you guys have heard uh, gluteus maximus, but there are also two other muscles in the glute region. Okay, so if you didn't know that, there you go. You learned something today. <laughs> but uh, we're going to move on, and that actually leads into what muscles are actually involved when you guys use these booty bands, okay? And, you know, just knowing simple anatomical functions of muscles, honestly, uh, n not only will help you understand what you're doing, but it'll also keep you from basically, you know, staying on first class for the bandwagon of any new thing that comes out in the fitness industry, okay? You always need to do research. You always have to have you know, knowledge and purpose behind your workouts. Um, I think that's huge. After taking anatomy a couple times, I've completely changed the way I've done some things and how I handle some exercises. I think you guys should do that too. That's just a side note. <laughs> but uh, it can really be important. So that's why, you know, going back to where you guys should put the resistance band and why, um, that's truly because of just knowing simple anatomy and knowing how ligaments, tendons, and muscles kind of work. Um, so what muscles actually are being worked when you use these booty bands? Um, and it kind of depends on what exercise you're doing. So I have here the first one. I have leg abduction, abduction, okay? If you guys don't know what that is, picture standing straight up and you push your leg out to the side away from your body. That's what it means. Abduction just means away. Okay, so when we do that, um, let's say we have the band around our ankles. When you push away from your body, all right, you're using all three of the glute regions that I explained earlier, and you're actually using this muscle called the tensor fascia latte. Okay, there's different ways to say it. Um, that's how I say it. And this muscle, so if you guys can picture real quick, picture the side of your leg, and this muscle actually originates from the anterior iliac crest. Uh, if you don't know where that is, that's on your hip. It's part of your hip bone, okay? Um, and it inserts at the lateral condyle of the tibia. And if you guys don't know where that is, that's on the outside of your knee. So if you're sitting or standing right now listening to this, kind of put your fingers up by uh, the side of your hip, up by your butt, and then move them all the way down your thigh on the outside, and you'll come to the side of your knee. That's where it connects to, okay? So it actually has a pretty big role in, uh, in helping with leg abduction, all right? Now, 
The exercises for these include band walks, like I said, um, clamshells or another version, basically anything that involves your leg being pushed out to the side away from your body. All right, so it could be, you know, uh, certain kinds of steps. It could be, you know, a warm up for abduction. There's so many different kinds, but for the sake of the podcast, we're just going to keep it to um, the band walks and the clamshells. Okay. Now, the other one that most of you girls or guys probably see on Instagram that a lot of these booty band enthusiasts probably use, uh, they use them for squats mostly. And, you know, most of the reason why they use these for squats or basically anything. Um, Excuse me real quick. (coughs) Most of the time they use these is because they're really wanting to put more resistance and tension um, on your hips and your glutes. And that's why we do that. So with squats, most of the emphasis is already on your glutes because it's a strength exercise anyway. Um, And that just comes from basic mechanics. You guys can look that up on your own. Um, But most of the emphasis, like I said, is on the glutes And it's also on the hamstrings and the quads. I know that's a pretty general description, um, but it's it's just the truth, okay? I'm not going to get too in-depth with everything. Um, And most of you guys should know that your hamstrings actually attach up onto your hip. So if you've ever done glute exercises or glute workouts, uh, sometimes you'll feel your hamstrings are getting fatigued. And that's mainly because, um, you know, they attach up into your hips where your glutes are. So... When you guys do exercises like this, make sure you establish mind-muscle connection. Um, that's a huge thing. So you're actually feeling the glute work. Sometimes people can, you know, not focus during workouts and you kind of end up working your hamstrings. So uh, going back to the squats, that was a side note, sorry. Uh, going back to the squats, it's mainly a strength movement, but I know people like to do goblet squats. They like to do squat pulses uh, with the booty bands, which is completely okay. Um you just got to watch with, you know, the strength of the band. If your knees are caving in during the squats, uh, your core is probably kind of weak and the resistance band isn't helping. So um, you should probably ditch the band if you cannot do regular squats uh, without any resistance. <laughs> um, that's kind of common sense, but, you know, some people like to challenge themselves too early and it just doesn't work out. So uh, moving on. I just covered those two things about what muscles are being used, but moving on, you know, a lot of people ask me, but CJ, what about, you know, the hip thrusts that everyone does now? You know, they, they always see it on Instagram. Um, they see these girls, you know, doing these hip thrusts with barbells or dumbbells or kettlebells, whatever. Um, if you don't know what they are, again, go look it up. I'm not going to explain the exercise in this podcast. That's not the goal. Um, but Really, like I said, the bands only force you to stabilize your legs more during any movement what you're doing, but it's not actually needed. So if you do execute the hip thrust with good form and you do have that focus with mind-muscle connections, bands aren't really that needed um, unless you really want them. So it's, it's mainly up to you. But again, if you're doing hip thrust or leg abduction or squats and you're not doing it with proper form, there's no reason why you should add booty bands. Um, I think it's kind of a waste if you don't know how to properly execute exercises. Um, so should you use them? That's what I'm going to end the podcast with today. Uh, that's probably the one thing all of you want to know. Uh, should you use them? So honestly, guys, this sounds like a pretty cliche answer, but everything is at your own risk. Uh, but, you know, with what I recommend, I have a couple things here. Um, I think bands are really good for warming up. Like I said, I use 
I use a resistance band, or I don't really call it a booty band because I'm a guy, <laughs> but um, I think they're great for warming up. I think they're great for body exercises. Um, again, people use them for physical therapy. I think that's great also. Beginners, uh, someone who doesn't really know how to activate their glutes, I think it's great. Um, and again, added, added resi resistance Sorry, when necessary. So, you know, some days if I'm doing hip thrusts and I'm feeling good and I do want to feel that burn a little bit more, yeah, I'll use a resistance band loop. That's what I do. Um, I'm not saying this because I don't use them, guys. I, <laughs> I use them. I just don't call them booty bands, okay? Uh, but like I said, if you cannot complete exercises with correct form and resistance, do not use them. You need to learn proper form first before you add all kinds of crazy shit, okay? And uh, just because your favorite Gymshark enthusiast uh, is using them does not mean that they will benefit you, okay? I know I'm being a smartass, but it's true. All of us follow those people on social media that do crazy shit that doesn't even make sense, and you see these booty bands being used, okay? But most of the time, if you probably ask them why, they probably wouldn't be able to answer you with a smart answer. So, um do the right things first, then add them in as you go, and please do some research, okay? You can always, always, always improve um, your glute muscles or hamstrings without them. There are tons of exercises. Um, for example, if you guys want something real quick, uh, high foot placement on a leg press, so if you put your feet high on the, uh, the what, is it, what is it called, like the platform for a leg press, um, you guys actually activate your glutes more because you're relying on them instead of your quads. So you take out your quads completely. And I'm only telling you that because it comes just from a little bit of research and just a little bit of anatomy and basic understanding. It doesn't take that long, um, but that's an exercise that can extremely help your glutes or, you know what, reverse lunges on a Smith machine. Okay, you don't need resistance bands. It's all about just doing research and guessing and testing and what works for you. Now, you, the last thing I'm going to leave you guys with is you got to focus. You really do. You got to learn how to activate your glutes. Um, it takes time. It takes that mind-muscle connection. But either way, um, I honestly, in conclusion, I honestly think they're they're pretty good. I think they're pretty good to use if you know how to use them right. Um, and they're benefiting you in a way that you can see the difference, basically. So it's up to your own risk. Um that's basically what I'm covering today. I know this podcast is a little short, but this is the topic that I always see every single day from, you know, different fitness people that I follow on Instagram. And sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad, but I hope this podcast really uh, clears the air for you guys on what they are, how they work, what muscles you're actually working, anything like that. So if you have any questions, please DM me on Instagram, shoot me an email, anything like that. Everything with my contact information is available on Instagram. Um, and yeah, this podcast is the rise of booty bands. Okay. So just go in with, uh, take everything with a, a grain of salt. And, um, I hope you guys have a great time working out. And maybe if you do purchase these in the future, let me know how they work for you. Um, I use them and, uh, there's a lot of different ways you can utilize these to help promote growth or strength or anything like that. So I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast and good luck with everything. All right. Thanks.